Hey guys, thank you for checking out this episode of the Wide World of L podcast. I'm the host, like always, Lavell Miller. And so, this podcast comes on a somber note. What I wanted to do was discuss something that came in the news in regards, like about a week ago, um, at this point, uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast, and that's George Zimmerman is suing the family of Trayvon Martin and his lawyer and others um, in a civil case for excess of $100 million. Um, What I wanted to cover, um, I use this in the intro because I did not do this in the pod. Um, Double jeopardy is in effect here. Anything that is said throughout that civil case cannot be used to convict George Zimmerman uh, for anything that he was looked at being tried for in the crime. For example, he was the original indictment was second degree murder. Cannot think off the top of my head or not, but if they also was allowed to consider involuntary manslaughter, uh, manslaughter, um, anything along those lines, they could not be used um, in grounds, no matter what he says, cannot be used in grounds to start another trial. Once you are found innocent by a jury of your peers for something, you cannot be tried for it again. So I want to go ahead and make sure I did cover that since it wasn't covered in the pod. Nothing that Zimmerman can say, no other evidence that the um, defense can produce, can help them convict um, George Zimmerman for the murder of Trayvon. So thanks once again. Remember, like, comment, subscribe, and enjoy the pod as much as you can for this issue. Hey, you all. I just want to break some things down to you if you are unaware uh, about the possible situation that will uh, come to bear I will uh, in the future be also because this is not going to go away uh, for a while Um, I'll be speaking to somebody else and get their take on the subject and also uh, may end up rehashing some of the same things I'm about to tell you guys now but uh, I feel like it's important to, uh, one, get ahead of this, so that way when it does happen, um, you are kind of prepared for the situation. Um, of course, I'm not on the trial, um, nor am I a judge, so different things can happen, but I want to just give you guys this aspect, and also... Um, as I'm speaking to you all about this, I know I'm t- over a minute in and haven't even got to what I'm covering yet. There is a, um, I'm not agreeing with the decision that was made um, in regards to the criminal trial. So let's go ahead and jump into it now. What I am trying to discuss with you all is a situation involving Trayvon Martin's family and George Zimmerman. 
So if you are not fully aware of what I am speaking of, is George Zimmerman, uh, within the past few weeks, has actually filed a $100 million lawsuit versus his family and others, um, a civil suit, um, in regards to uh, uh, defamination, defamation, saying that wrong, um, uh, pretty much they're saying his, um, how to, his character is being attacked. Uh, um, the fact that people made profit um, off of his uh, likeness uh, in movies, videos, documentaries, uh, things of that nature. Um, his uh, mental instability, not being able to uh, find steady work or anything like that. If you guys are hearing different things, it is raining here. And um, these are one of my traveling pods that I typically do from time to time. So, what does that mean? And if you don't know this, uh, you just circle it back. So, in the early 2010s, um, Trayvon Martin was a young black teenage boy who was shot and killed by a Hispanic gentleman, I do believe he is. I do not believe he is white, and which is um, important to note because people want him to always make a black versus white. Um, I do believe he is of Hispanic descent. Uh, regardless, um, when Trayvon was walking in a neighborhood um, back from a grocery store getting some Skittles and some Juicy Juice or something like that, and he, George Zimmerman was following him, he was advised by police not to follow him because he thought he was a suspicious, suspicious person, if I can talk today, a suspicious person who was wearing a, a hoodie at nighttime in this area, not believing that um, he should be there. George Zimmerman was also a part of the Neighborhood Watch program. He has uh, other longstanding history against him, against uh, other minority groups, things of that nature. So uh, not listening to police, he followed him. A fight takes place and George ends up shooting and killing Trayvon in the struggle um, and it was happening in, it happened in Florida Florida is a stand your ground law state um, since that has actually been enacted since the early 2000s um, they have had most like their homicide rate has went up but they aren't considered homicides due to the fact more often than not, they're considered self-defense things that happen. So, just to get that's a brief uh, overview of it. There has been uh, contradiction statements that have been made by um, both parties in regards to not obviously not Trayvon because he was not alive, but um, people like his his girlfriend. Um, saying she was on the phone and she's not on the phone, um, saying she was trying to just do things to get him to convict, things like that along the lines. Um, and, of course, George not listening to police, um, pursuing this guy, fighting him, and then shooting him anyway. Um, and then they've been uh, reevaluating the crime scene. Um, just different things. If you guys want to check it out, just type in Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman, and you can find everything you want to find. Uh, the most important thing 
to note with this whole case is George was found innocent of any wrongdoing. So that kind of takes a couple things out of the way. Like I've told you guys before, I am uh, a former military police officer. I work in security now. I have a degree in the field. I'm about to get my second one. So I understand a little bit um, of how the law works in certain situations. So George, um, you cannot profit off of crime. So I want to say that first. So the fact that they were able to make these documentaries or different docuseries about Trayvon Martin is full well in game. And they're allowed to profit off of it because a crime was not committed. So there's nothing wrong with that. They want to highlight uh, inconsistencies with the justice system. Um, that's fine. They're allowed to do that. So anyway, looking back at it like this. Um, with the civil suit, and I want to try to, you know, kind of be like that civil versus criminal, so we can kind of understand this. In a criminal case, you have to have belief beyond a reasonable doubt that a person did commit a crime, right? So, what does that mean if you do not understand? That means that if somebody commits a crime, let's say I went into a store and I robbed it and then I exited the store the only person and let's say they have no cameras in there you know this is this is long you know it's a big stretch but you know just just stay with me here let's say there's no cameras in here um let's say you know I came in there I had the bandana pulled all the way up uh, past my forehead where only my eye like it had little slits for my eyes so my eyes could see couldn't get a real description on me I was wearing a fat man suit so you couldn't really get a idea of what my body weight really was etc etc so I do all this and I exit and then while I exit I'm in a parade with a bunch of other people with fat man suits on um, you know and I'm, I'm giving you this long winning example but so as this happens, right, um, you know, aggravated armed robbery, because maybe let's say I slapped the the um, the person attending um, this convenience store or whatever it is that I'm robbing, right? So that happens. Um, you know, the lineup goes. You know, they look at all priors, all this other stuff. Other everybody who's wearing a fat man suit in that parade and try to figure it out. And then, you know, they decide, hey, they're going to pick me out the lineup because they think the guy was about my height, whatever. So they do all this. They do all this. And then what happens is when they start looking down at the evidence, they be like, okay, let's see. We have no fingerprints on the crime scene. We have no, um, no fingerprints on the crime scene. We have no cameras to identify um, who it was, the victim. In the case, also says he didn't. He just based it somewhat off my height. Didn't get a, a good visual of me. Um, all these different things, right? So what you need to have, you don't have. So it's kind of fifty-fifty. Did I commit this crime, or did somebody else commit this crime? Due to the nature of uh, what they have to go off of, right? The answer to that is more than likely no. And so, since they wouldn't have beyond a reasonable doubt that I committed this act, 
I'd get off scot-free. Double jeopardy means I cannot be tried for the same crime twice. So even if I walk out the courtroom and said, y'all are some idiots, I did it, I slapped dude around, there's nothing they can do about it. So that's how it works in a criminal case. A civil case is preponderance of the evidence, which means I have to believe more than likely than not that you committed some type of act that caused me to pay you money that you can be deemed liable for. Um, as you see a lot of times when somebody, if McDonald's, for example, if McDonald's knows they're going to lose, if you know, a case and somebody decides, hey, I want to try to sue these guys for a million dollars or whatever, McDonald's is going to go ahead, especially after that hot coffee incident years ago. You guys can look that up where an older lady had spilled some hot coffee on her. Um, and it went into excess over a million something dollars after she literally only asked him to pay her medical bills. It's a good case study to check out. Um, but anyway, so all, so let's say uh, use a different scenario because uh, a lot of a lot of people actually do fall into this category, believe it or not. If you get in a car wreck, like let's say I hit somebody. I hit somebody, I'm in a car wreck, uh, we decide to go ahead, you know, we swap insurance information, da-da-da-da, you know, I was at fault, my insurance pays his, my premium goes up, et cetera, et cetera, and then a month or something down the road, here comes my subpoena, and I'm like, what am I subpoena for, and I find out that I'm being sued by the person that I hit um, with the car, and it's like, well, hold up. I thought our insurances went ahead and uh, solved all this out. Um, no, if the guy's like, you know, you know, since being hit by the car, you know, I got emotional or, yeah, being hit, you know, in the car crash, you know, you know, I have an issue with, um, you know, I got emotional distress every time I get in the vehicle. Um, I lost wages, you know, because I couldn't drive, you know, and I was scared to get on a bus or whatever. I ended up having to take an extra, like, two or three weeks off work, you know. You know, if you didn't have, if your insurance doesn't cover this, he's like, you know, I was, I was sent to the ER. Everything did check out fine. However, based off of my deductions and everything with the insurance, I'm still owed, like, $1,500, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera right you go to court right as a person who like let's say they sue you for let's say ten thousand dollars um you know as a you know a person that doesn't have ten thousand dollars or whatever maybe you can go to you know you can get your lawyer maybe you can get your lawyer and you can go to court and you only get you know you can be like lawyers like you know what we're not gonna give you ten we'll give you five you know take it or leave it more often than not, because it's like almost over 80% of cases anyway, um, don't go to a judge or a um, jury trial. People typically take the uh, the plea deal or whatever is offered to them, um, in this case, in a civil case. And so you do that. 
and then they're like, oh, okay, it's fine. Okay, but then if you're like, man, no, forget that, dude. You know, my insurance paid this. They pay for his medical bills. They pay for this, this, that, and the third. I'm not going to pay for it. You go to court. Once you go to court, all it has to do is more than likely than not, did you cause that person some issue? Put it in a percentage range. A percentage range is like, it's 51%. It's literally that. So, giving you guys some ideas out there you know if you decide to do that do it you know I don't, i'm not looking into ruin people's lives so i'm not sitting there trying to look at why to sue for everything because trust me it if you get deep down in the legal system you can sue for everything and i know i'm getting further off track from what i wanted to speak about but we're gonna get right back on it so anyway literally that's all it takes preponderance of the evidence literally that's all it takes so we'll get back to it after i give you this brief uh, ad in regards of, excuse me, in regards of buzz driving versus drunk driving. So like I said, guys, getting back to the point of the case here, um, I wanted to make sure I try to paint a picture for you all a little bit so you can understand the difference between a criminal and a civil case if you were not versed on the subject. And like I said before, I'm not a I'm not a judge. I'm not a lawyer. This is just the understanding of the law as it has been presented to me and from what I had studied. But so it goes without saying like this is I believe that George Zimmerman and like I said, uh, kind of the beginning, and I'll say it again now. It is not saying that I believe that what happened to Trayvon was right. This is just how the law normally works in these type of situations. So. With that being out of the way, I believe George Zimmerman will win. And most of you guys need to prepare yourself that he will win. You may ask myself why. Well, I just laid it out to you. And, you know, it's important to remember what happens in a criminal case is not the same thing that could happen in a civil case, right? Preponderance of the evidence is the thing that is needed. So, what does that mean for George Zimmerman? That means that George Zimmerman has to be able to prove barely that his life has been impacted for the emotional stress he's saying he's had, not being able to keep a job, lost wages, all this other stuff, has got to be able to prove that the trial and his life since then has caused him emotional stress and prevented him for financial gain right and if you are looking at the aspect of what he's trying to prove you can see he has reasons to say what has happened after the case has caused him these issues why well let's look at it like this and it's not saying that they want this to happen. I'm a hundred percent sure they much rather have their son than to have, um, didn't have the money. However, they have profited Trayvon Martin's family and other companies and things like that. They have profited off of the death of Trayvon, right? How would you know this? They can subpoena streams, and it doesn't take somebody who knows the law to understand this. And like I said, I'm not a judge and a lawyer, but you can subpoena the um, 
the streams, how many people watched the thing, right? There are ads that are shown when it was on air on TV. You can subpoena um, how much money did they generate from ad revenue, right? So that way you can see how much money they have made since then, right? Everybody and their mama that was around during the case, old enough to remember, can probably tell you what George Zimmerman looks like if he walked into your local Walmart. You could probably know exactly that's him. His face has been everywhere, and if you've never seen this guy in person, you know, that's just the thing, right? Um, so, with that being said, how hard do you think it would be for a man that was found innocent, you know, found acting in self-defense, how hard is it, do you think it would be for him to find a job, or not even find a job, but to keep a job, right? Because I'm sure there have been people who have hired him, or at least scheduled him for an interview, not really knowing who he is, or just not really cared, but then you got people who are harassing him at the job because of what transpired, right? You know, and then he had other criminal actions that happened since the case anyway. So how hard do you think it would be for this man to keep and get a job? Probably very hard, right? Let's, you know, and that's just, and that's just being fair to him. You know, you have, and, and you have to be in this case, you have to be, you know, and like I said, it's not agreeing with what the ruling was, but if you look at, like I said, the emotional distress, the lesson. Uh, not being able to gain money financially uh, because of that, the consistent death threats that he he definitely receives a majority of the time. They probably have pushed him completely off of social media. Can I confirm or deny that? He may have some fake page out there somewhere. Um, look at the backlash that you saw when, like, let's say if you saw this on your social media stream, you know, you read the news and then you saw that this happened, right? The problem with the civil case is the fact that it's public record. So as soon as it was put out as public record, you have people who are probably searching stuff all the time that were able to find out, oh, look what George did. Or look what he's trying to do now. He's trying to make some more money. So when it comes to this this aspect of things that are that you have to look at when it comes to these type of cases, there's no way that and let me take that back. It's not that there's no way. It is highly unlikely that they find that he shouldn't, he's not owed any money. He's not owed any damages. You know? So, I wanted to do this in preparation for you all to understand that this is a possibility that he will receive funds. And if he receives funds... In a deal behind closed doors, we'll never hear about it again. But realistically, he's probably going to receive money. And that's just a fact. You want to look at it. Let's look at it this way, right? Give some people some other some other different ways to look at it. What happened? in the case of excuse me what happened in the case of 
OJ Simpson, right? OJ Simpson won the criminal trial. He was found innocent of, of not murdering of a, a Goldman and a Nicole, right? If I said his last his name right, you know, whatever. But he was found, you know, innocent of that murder. So, since he was found innocent, what did Nicole's family do? And they didn't do this just because it was innocent. They did this because I guarantee they had legal counsel that wanted to make sure that the families, well, one, I'm sure the lawyers were thinking that we need to gain some money out of this, the notoriety that happened after we lost the case. Um, Because notoriety swung the other way. But, um, you know, let's go ahead and let's go out here and win the civil case. And they did. They won the civil case. Um, There have been people who have said afterwards that if they did the civil trial before they did the criminal trial, then that would have gave them evidence to help convict OJ of the murder. Which could be the same way here. But more than likely that's not the, that's not going to be the case uh, because George one is a person that is doing the suing it's not Trayvon's family and I believe Trayvon's family did civil did file a civil suit afterwards and yes uh, you might have a quick brief pause and I wanted to look it up to make sure that I was correct but yes, what ended up happening is the family of Trayvon Martin did sue um, the homeowners association for the area that they lived in uh, for a wrongful death lawsuit, which is they were they did win on. Um, and then I could not find. I thought he filed. They filed one on uh, Zimmerman themselves. But I cannot uh, find it, uh, probably due to the uh, issue of now uh, Zimmerman doing it, because that one is the one that uh, blasts over the news feeds. Um, and I also, as well, to let you guys know, um, within that case earlier in 2015, they tried to see if they could make it uh, file the grounds for a uh, federal hate crime, and it did not meet the uh, requirements. Um, nor do I believe that it should have. Uh, but anyway, um, once again, that's not saying that the killing of Trayvon was right. I also don't think, um, it was a, a necessarily a hate crime. Um, anyway, uh, you have people now, um, coming out with a, so, it's understanding the law, but it's also kind of weird. Like CNN, there's a guy recently who published an article um, who has said that him doing this is just reopening old wounds for the family that cannot heal. And um, he has no chance to win this. And then everybody for the defamination, um, the conspiracy theories, um, theorists, um, and then the publishing of books, the areas that he has is 36 pages. If you guys want to look at all of what's in, included in the lawsuit, um, the belief is that 
these claims fall, fall flat and everybody has a right to profit off of them and um, not only profit off of them, make sure that Zimmerman doesn't receive any of the ends from it and that anybody who is doing so is allowed to, allowed to express their opinions on the matter on the First Amendment without having to worry about being sued, thinking about the press, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that person can be right. They could decide to rule that way. Um, all of this is being, where is he actually doing the case at? Where is the case taking place at um, that he's suing it? Is it in Florida? If it's in Florida, he's more than likely probably going to win. Um, like I said, just based off of my, my reasonings before. And I mean, it's literally like for most people, you can sue somebody if you believe somebody is uh, slandering your name and you can't make money and they're making money off of things like that, it can't happen. It can't happen. Um, but all I wanted to really do with this, I wanted it to kind of, I know it's longer than what's intended, but it had to give you some context of the whole thing is I believe like I said, that Trayvon's family, unfortunately, um, his lawyer, other people who have profited off of this um, tragedy that happened, um, will end up losing more money to Zimmerman, uh, putting more salt um, in the wound. Um, because, and to throw this out here to to throw it back at you with the civil case, the issues with doing them without all the evidence being presented to you or not letting things conclude first. And this is the thing. This is what lawyers have told you. And this is how what people try to learn and gain at the same time. The civil case against the homeowners association was during the exact same time as the Trayvon Martin case was trying to be heard of where Zimmerman was being charged second degree murder. This was going on at the exact same time right what did the family opt to do the family you know instead of letting the trial to conclude right they filed a wrongful death lawsuit and they wanted one million well i'm sorry i forgot what they actually wanted how the homeowners association offered them a million dollars the family rejected that kept pushing forward and then they ended up agreeing on a different amount right so you know if they would have waited until the conclusion of the criminal trial there could have been things that they could have put uh in my belief showing that these things were not in place that helped lead to Trayvon's death right maybe not having your own security in the uh, homeowners association you know where you have to be depend on these neighborhood watch guys um not having uh cameras in the same area that the thing happened you know i know that probably gets an issue with people with privacy because they own these homes and are not renting them etc cetera, etc cetera. but things like that that could have been they may have been brought up in the trayvon act case that they did not give themselves a chance to because they waited until after the fact i'm sorry they was trying to do two trials at the same time and then they ended up getting whatever they got from when they sued the family if they would have waited they could have like I said, it's not about money. They'd much rather have their son first, but they could have got more money and could have made something like 
when I look at most cases, something has to set the circumstance for something else to happen with, for example, George Zimmerman getting away with this set the president for a while on what stand your ground laws could be in Florida and how many people were getting off when they realized, oh, man, dude, I can run up on somebody, you know, kind of attack them and then I don't have to retreat or whatever, you know, you know, because if somebody jumps at you out, you know, they quote unquote jump out at you out the bushes. Um, you get in a fight with this guy, you draw on him and you shoot him when, you know, nobody knows nobody was there besides George and Trayvon, unfortunately, no other cameras, no other witnesses, things like that. So anyway, um, just prepare yourself for what possibly can happen. You ain't ever hear nothing about this. It may completely go under the radar and George is found. Um, he wins some disclosed amount and or he sets it up to where he profits somewhat off of this. If you mention his name, he gets certain things or whatever. But I do believe he will end up winning some money. Um, and it'd be, that's you know, a terrible day uh, for the family. But that's just what you have to think about. It's always about preponderance of the evidence. Did did you more likely than not cause this person some type of harm, lack of financial gain, et cetera, et cetera? And in this case, if you are being fair, um, of course, it's yes to both sides. Way, obviously, way more to Trayvon's side. But yes, if you can't, like I said, just think about it. If If your name is everywhere... For what happened, you probably can't work. If, uh, you know, because of how they ruled it, you're getting death threats. Um, that's probably also going to limit you to be able to work, and also probably has you in fear walking up and down the street. Um, if people profited off your your name and likeness for documentaries, it's probably something to that as well too and like i said this is not saying i agree with um the unfortunate death that happened but it's just trying to give you guys some context of what can possibly happen how to prepare yourself um for what possibly happen and and realizing this is just kind of how the justice system works uh, thank you, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Um, I'll remember all my social medias is the word 30, the number seven mode. Um, you can just hit me up on any social media platform, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you want to discuss this more, if you want to give a take, you want to hop on the pod, um, have any questions, we can do that. Um, this is how you become legendary and greatness is earned.